Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi everyone, welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host Shrowin, we've got Taran here with us. Hey everyone. Back after a bit of a gap, we watched a couple of movies in the in the three weeks uh, in between our last episode and this one, and we're going to talk about Knives Out and Frozen 2. Anyway, I've got a Who Am I before we get into the episode. It's a Disney Who Am I, so we'll start with Frozen 2 and we'll jump into Knives Out after that. So, how's your Frozen knowledge? Uh, excellent. Okay, so you, you back yourself to get this one? Mm. All right, let's see. I came to Arendelle to witness Elsa's coronation as a representative of a nearby kingdom that was Arendelle's closest trading partner. However, I came with an ulterior motive of uncovering Arendelle's secrets and exploit, exploiting its riches. Initially eager to discover what Arendelle has to offer, I grew fearful of my welfare after Elsa revealed her powers and plunged the kingdom into winter. Who am I? Do you want me to say it now? Do you know who it is? Evil dude from Frozen. <laughs> that's his official name. Not exactly, but... Um... No, on the car sheet, that's what his name was. <laughs> In okay. the script as well. We'll jump into the review of Frozen 2. Basically, I um, I was the only one that watched it. So you're going to In ask... the world. You're yeah, the only person that's seen it. In the world. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I paid a lot of money. If Even I the director it. hasn't seen it. I paid a lot of money to watch it if I was the only one to watch it. Because it's made around $800 million so far worldwide. Jeez, that's an expensive ticket. <laughs> yeah, to... Was it worth it? it? Not really, no. Oh, damn it. But is anything worth $800 million? Um, Yeah. A rocket ship? <laughs> I don't have a rocket ship. That's because you spent all your money on the Frozen ticket. (laughs) (laughs) So it was released on the 22nd of November, the weekend before Thanksgiving. It was directed by Chris Buck and Jennifer Lee, who also directed the first Frozen. It stars the same cast that were in the first one. So Idina Menzel, Kristen Bell, Jonathan Groff and Josh Gad. 
And as I said, box office, it's gone past 800 million worldwide in about three weeks. So it's probably going to be another movie that makes a billion dollars this year. How far up the chart will go will remains to be seen, but we'll see what happens. That depends if you watch it again, though. Oh, yeah. If I watch it again, then it's like, if I watch it twice... Then it'll make 1.6. Yeah. If I, if yeah. I watch it three times, then it'll almost... Make 2.4. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to watch it four times for it to become like the all-time... Highest grossing. Yeah. But let's see. Let's see what happens. I, I remember last year I had... When we did our anticipated movies for this year, and we did like our top five highest grossing predictions, I had Frozen in my top five and you didn't. Oh, okay. Didn't I? No. No. I don't even remember what I predicted. Yeah. Well, that's going to come back. Did I predict Charlie's Angels? You didn't, and good thing good that thing you did I did it because <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely it's yeah. might it might be like the bottom five um, yeah. the way it's going into the review. So the story is basically a continuation after the first one. It would be weird if it was a continuation after the third one because that's not out yet. Good thing it's after the first one. So Anna and Elsa, I'm just going to ignore that. <laughs> so Anna and Elsa living in Arendelle. They how does this movie start? Basically. The movie starts with kind of their past and with their mother and father. And this movie is basically kind of like trying to find out how Elsa got her powers, I guess, sort of. To be honest, the story for this movie wasn't that great. So I'll jump into the negatives already. Basically, yeah, the story was a bit weak and probably like... You explained it quite well there. Yeah. Yeah. And Was that the whole story? They go on a bit of a journey. The journey. Um, because yeah. there's... Okay, I'll explain it a bit better. So, <laughs> basically, there's this voice that's calling out to Elsa yeah. um, from beyond beyond Arendelle, like somewhere far away. And then Elsa feels like she should go and have a look at what that is. Mm. And then Anna's like, I'll come along too. And then... And um, when they go, it's Jeff Bridges. No. <laughs> But oh. there is a bridge. Oh, okay. Oh, it's close. Yeah. <laughs> is Jeff Bridges in this movie? No, I don't think so. <laughs> there's a bridge and a dam involved. And there's this forest of, like, this unknown forest that no one can get into. So they, they have to get into that forest. Why, says, why can't people get into it? Because it's, like, covered by mist or something. And, like, not everyone can get in. Okay. Yeah. So Elsa can get in. And then Anna and Kristoff. Yeah, Christoph um, Waltz. Yeah, yeah, Christoph Waltz. And I know Christoph Waltz can't yeah, get in. Yeah, I don't, no, they they can. They, oh, they can get in. Yeah, they can get in. Yeah, um, and the reindeer. That what's the reindeer's name? Um, Christoph Waltz's reindeer. Yeah, the reindeer can also get in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and Olaf can also get in. Yeah. So basically, all of them can get in. So, okay, yeah. so everyone can get into this forest. <laughs> yeah. So they all get in, and then the story kind of unravels from there. Yeah, I just didn't think it was very compelling, the story, compared to the first one, anyway. Positives-wise, the music is all right. It's probably not as good as the music from the first one again, but it's got some songs. Elsa has a couple of songs that are trying to be like Let It Go, but they're not as probably as good. But they're still pretty catchy. So like when you leave the theatre, you're still humming to some of the songs. So they've done a good job on that front. And the cast was also quite good, again. So they, they Christoph Waltz, Jeff Chris- Bridges. Jeff Bridges, yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> They're the two main characters, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. They're really good at making, doing impersonations of Kristen Bell. Yeah, no. <laughs> and Jeff Bridges actually only does the bridge, but Christoph Waltz does the rest of them. Okay. The bridge yeah. doesn't talk, though. No, but that's why it's so good at it. <laughs> I don't think I have much else to say in terms of this movie, so I can give the rating. It's probably a cognitive regression because... Oh, that's rough. 
thought yeah. it was a recalibration. You didn't. Well, okay. I'll take your word for it. Are you gonna, <laughs> when are you going to watch it? Never. <laughs> gonna no, watch I'll watch it. it. I'll watch it. You watch it when it comes on Disney+. Disney+. Plus. It just wasn't that interesting. Again, everyone's going to watch this movie because Frozen was, for some reason, it was ridiculously successful. I think everyone's going to watch this and this is also going to be ridiculously successful. Spoilers-wise, did you have any questions spoilers-wise? Not really. Do you want to explain the full story? What happens once they go into the forest? So they go into this forest and then they find out that... So there was this war in this forest like many, many years back. I think Anna's grandfather was involved and Anna's dad was involved. They find out that they Anna's grandfather and dad were involved. Yeah. So the dad was just a kid. Okay. Yeah. And the grandfather was... He was the yeah. king at the time. Well, the, the, did the kid die? No, because... The the kid is their dad, so the dad lived to at least give birth to them. <laughs> it's true, it's yeah. true. Um, Why was the kid at the war? Look, so firstly, it wasn't a war. Like, it was actually like a... It was a, a tea party. It was kind of like a peacemaking thing. Like, or, Oh, so this, it was a tea party. It was these two towns that were, like, combining, but then there was mutiny involved, and then it broke out into a war. And then you find out that town was bridged off from... Or, or Arendelle because of this war and, like, this mist. The forest has, like, a mind of its own. So the forest came to life and, like, created this mist. The forest is Forest Whitaker. Yeah. 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 He's good also in. good in it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. But basically you find out that Anna and Elsa's mother are, is from that town. So she's a person that used to live in that town. And then Elsa and Anna's father was obviously from Arendelle. So you find out how they met and... You find out how Elsa kind of got her powers because she, her mother was from that forest and that forest has like magical powers. But from there, the voice keeps calling Elsa to come and it's like somewhere else. It's like in Greenland or something. So she, um, gets on a boat. Pretty much. She makes a boat out of ice, I think. Oh, okay. Um, and she like ventures across the sea. Anna's like, I'll come too. But she's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Elsa's like had enough of you, bitch. <laughs> and she like puts Elsa, uh, she puts Anna and Olaf into a boat, and the boat like sails like an ice boat, and the boat goes down a river and falls down a waterfall. Oh, and they die. They should have, but they don't. Oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and Kristoff, Kristoff Waltz, he's trying to propose to Anna like the whole movie. Yeah, and he doesn't get a chance because Anna's too preoccupied with Elsa. So he's, like, trying to propose, and then... And then she dies, so he never gets a chance. Well, she should have, yeah. but she doesn't. And there's a, there's a part where Anna and Elsa leave by themselves, and they leave Kristoff in the woods, and Kristoff was, like, going to propose, and he's like, where's where's Anna? And they're like, oh, she left with Elsa, and he's just left in the woods by himself. Oh, okay, and yeah. they never see him again. <laughs> they don't see him for, like, half an hour, but then he comes back at the end. You can probably guess what happens for the rest of the movie. He proposes. He does that at the end, yes. Yeah. And the voice calling Elsa's her mum. Nah, it's like it's some grandma. Weird, it's like some weird cave. It's like the Fortress of Solitude. Oh, it's her dad then. It's <laughs> no, it's, it's Jorel. Just, it's just a cave with oh, ice. So it's Callow. It's oh, and there's this other thing how like water has memory or something. So and ice is from water. So she can see into the past using water. She, she she sees all these memories. So she sees how the war broke out. She sees how her parents died and all this stuff. Um, and then she goes into the cave and she sees Callow. She sees heaps of stuff. She might have seen him as well. <laughs> and then she just gets frozen. Oh, okay. So that's why it's called Frozen. Yeah, Frozen Two. Yeah. You have to wait for the second one to actually <laughs> see why it's called Frozen. And she gets frozen, and yeah. Olaf dies. Because oh no! Because so someone actually dies in this movie because she's because Elsa's 
All of us made from Elsa's powers. So uh-huh. if Elsa gets frozen, then he can't live anymore. So he dies. He's dead. Okay. And then Ida's left in a cave as well. Which yeah. is like, I got to do something. And then they find out that they have to break this dam for the forest's powers to get released. But the problem is, if they break the dam, then all everyone the everyone dies. Yeah, pretty much everyone in Arendelle dies because the okay. dam leads into a river which goes in, which goes towards Arendelle. So if they let all the water from the dam go, then Arendelle will get flooded and everyone will die. But Anna's like, no, we've got to do it because then that's the only way that we can free. The because forest. I'm a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You find out her true. Yeah, that's that's her secret power. <laughs> so she does that, but then when she breaks the dam. That releases the spirit and then Elsa comes back to life. And then Elsa comes and saves Arendelle before it floods. And then Kristoff proposes to Anna and she kills him. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, I love how you thought I could guess all that would happen. <laughs> like, who do you think I am? <laughs> do you think I'm one like, of the writers of this story? Yeah. I do you, you think I could guess all I that saw, would happen? I saw your name in the credits <laughs> written by. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's how it ends. And then there's, there's an end credit scene. Where Olaf, Olaf does have some funny parts. So he has this part where he's trying to explain everything that happened. Happens in, in the first movie. In I've the first seen that movie. part. Yeah. And then he's like, What about her parents? He's like, The parents are dead. <laughs> and it's like, But at least they got parents. No, her parents are dead. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was the funny part. But apart from that, I think he has one song. Yeah, he has a song as well. Everyone has a song. So Christoph has a song. He has this weird, like, Song with the reindeer. Yeah, pretty mm. much. He has a song with the reindeer. Anna has, Four songs. Elsa has like four songs. So, yeah, I actually got the list of songs here. I don't care. No, uh, <laughs> don't read them. Some things never change. That's the first song in the movie. That's great. Yeah, it's sung by all of them. Yeah, but it's not true because Olaf dies. That's changing. So <laughs> it's it's a lie. That song's a lie. And then there's Into the Unknown, which is Elsa's song. That's like her let it go into the forest. That's before she goes into the forest. She's okay. like into the unknown because the unknown's calling to her. She's like, yeah. I'm going into the unknown. So she sings that song. She sings it a couple of times. And then When I'm Older is by um, Olaf. That's his That's his new song. And then there's Lost in the Woods, which is also, uh, which is Kristoff's song. And then- Because he's lost in the woods. Yeah, he's lost in the woods. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's when um, everyone leaves him and he's lost in the woods. <laughs> and then there's Reindeers Are Better Than People, which is the same song from the first one that Christoph sings and then there's show yourself which is also Elsa's song and she's telling them to show themselves uh yeah the fortress of solitude that's yeah. when that's when she's in there the next right thing is the last song so that's Anna's song when she finds out that everyone's dead and she has to kill everyone else to oh. to save the world so that's the next right thing and then in the end credits there's a like a pop version of into the unknown by panic at the disco i think there's some other songs in the credits but they don't matter <laughs> and no one cares. Yeah. I didn't care about the other ones either, so <laughs> no one definitely cares about those. But Into the Unknown is probably the best song in the movie. Mm. Yeah. The Panic at the Disco version, because you're a Panic at the Disco fan. Not really. No, yeah. you loved it. I don't panic when I go to the disco, because I don't even go to the disco. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think anyone does anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's Frozen 2. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy it. And I was shit. actually quite looking forward to this movie, so I thought it could have been better. I guess we'll jump into Knives Out, which we watched last week. It's a Ryan Johnson special. Ryan Johnson. It's a Ryan Johnson who done it. Who done it? Who done it is one word. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I thought it was who and then done and, and then, then it. it. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's not. It's who done it. Yeah, yeah. But that's why you failed at English. Yeah, because the whole exam was spell who done it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. 
So this movie was released on the 27th of November for Thanksgiving. You said there was no th- no such thing as a Thanksgiving movie, but I, I can argue that this is a Thanksgiving movie because all the family come together. Is there a turkey in it? There could have been if someone didn't die. No, there, is there a turkey at the dinner? <laughs> it's not a thanks- There's no such thing as a Thanksgiving movie. No, it's a Thanksgiving movie is when all the family come together, even family- And kill like- each other. Well, in this one they do, but it's generally like family that you don't see for the whole year and you just see them for Thanksgiving. So this is this is that movie. No, I That's disagree. That's why I came this, out for Thanksgiving. No, there's no such, no <laughs> such thing as a Thanksgiving movie. It's I'm, not, I'm not even letting you have this one. Yeah. There's no such thing. Okay. Well, you can tell, listeners can tell us if this is a Thanksgiving movie. Anyway, it's directed by Ryan Johnson, as I said before. You're a big fan of Ryan Johnson. You love all his movies. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. No, it's not. You don't like? I don't like Looper. You don't mind Last Jedi? I don't mind Last Jedi. I haven't seen his other one. What's his other one? Brick. Brick, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen Brick. It's got a very big cast. So it's got Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Anna D. Armas, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Don Johnson, Tony Collette, that chick from 13 Reasons Why. Catherine Langford. Yes. Did you not write down that? Did you write down the chick from 13 Reasons no, Why? I've got like a <laughs> list of people, but I couldn't remember. Like, I didn't know what her actual name is. So Catherine Langford. It's got the guy from It. The kid from it? Catherine Langford. His name's interestingly also Catherine <laughs> Langford. I think his name is... I don't is know what his name is. Jaden Martell, I oh, think. Okay. Yeah. And it's got Christopher Plummer as the uh, person who gets murdered, who happens to be the grandfather. Anyway, I'll let you explain the story in a second. The budget was $40 million and the box office so far is $88 million worldwide. So what is the story, non-spoilers? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have 
and Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's tough. You, you don't really want any spoilers for this one because it ruins the movie. Yeah, but basically yeah. Christopher Plummer gets murdered. And who done it? That's it. You need to figure out who who did it. And Daniel you as the you as the um, the watcher has to figure out who done it. And then at the end they do it. Take a survey. Like someone comes into the theater and they give you a sheet and they're like, "Who done it?" Yeah. And if you get it wrong, they take you out back and shoot you. So obviously Luckily, we, we got, got it. it right. We got it right. <laughs> but yeah, the the some people they that weren't so lucky. And, they take you out back and stab you with knives. Yeah, that's it. That's where the knives come out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They actually don't come out in the movie. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's basically the story. And yeah. it revolves around his family. So most of this cast is his, his family. family members. And then Daniel Craig is like the investigative uh, detective that that's there. Positives. I thought the cast was really good. I thought, I thought everyone was quite good in this movie. The main character, which we won't reveal, is probably not someone you'd expect to be the main character from... The trailers, anyway. Yeah, it's Jeff Bridges. He's in this one as well. Yeah, he's in everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's the bridge. Yeah, he's. A, was there a bridge? There probably was. There probably stage. was at some yeah. stage. Yeah. Yeah. The other positive I had was the twists. So I thought some of the twists were pretty good. We will get into it spoilers, but the actual reveal is done pretty early in the movie. It's probably done like halfway through the movie, and the rest of it is like. You're kind of trying to... Well, you already sort of know who did it, but you're like, why are you sh- still showing me this stuff? But then at the end, there's twists on twists, which uh, reveal extra stuff. So, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Did you have any positives? No, pretty much the, the same as what you've had. Who was your standout cast member? In this? Yeah. Other than Jeff Bridges? Yeah, other than him. He's yeah. standout in everything. But yeah. yeah. Um, Anna de Armas. Yeah, she was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I yeah. thought she was good and Daniel Craig was... Really good as well. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Chris Evans, Evans was, was good to good. see, yeah. like, see him do something different. Yeah. He was pretty good in this. And, um, yeah, everyone was good. Like, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis was good. Tony Collette was pretty funny. Some of them don't get that much play, but. Yeah. Like the guy from It. Yeah, he gets no play. He is in, he is in some funny scenes, though, but, yeah. That, that's the other thing. There's actually a lot of comedy in this as well. Yeah, I would say it's a comedy. Comedy thriller. Comedy mystery. Comedy mystery? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. comedy mystery thriller. What a thrilling... So I, know th- I don't know, there's thrilling parts. I know, there's part where, like, this spider crawls over someone's face. I guess so. And there's, like, she's, like, standing in the dark. Yeah, I guess. No, it's not really a thriller. Yeah. It's comedy mystery. Mystery, yeah, yeah. Negatives-wise, I I thought it had a few too many twists in the end. Like, there was... It's, cl- it's there were, classic- like, twists that probably didn't even have to be there. It's classic um Ryan Johnson. It's subverting expectations a little bit. Yeah. That's probably, it's our fault for going into a movie having expectations, which is the Ryan Johnson thing. That's the last Jedi, the essence of it. If you went into it expecting something, Ryan Johnson didn't give you what you expected, which is why you don't like it. And the same thing's going to happen from this, basically. But you shouldn't really expect much in this movie, I thought. Oh, but if you've seen like other mystery whodunits, yeah. then you kind of expect it to go a certain way, but it doesn't go that way. Guess, yeah. yeah. But I think it works for this movie. Because hmm. the mystery, you're trying to subvert expectations because you kind of want to yes. get the audience in suspense. doesn't work for Star Wars, but I thought it worked all right for this. Any other negatives? Not really. So you liked it? I thought it was okay. Yeah. I don't like it as much as other people do, though. 
So I got like a near 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I think it's 96 or something. Yeah. yeah. No, I thought it was really good. It might be in my top five of the year. Yeah, it's pretty good. I think it, I, I really liked it. So obviously it's a cognitive recalibration from me. Yeah, same. But I don't like it as much as other people do. It's not like, I didn't find it amazing. I thought, it, I was thought a it, was good, okay. it was a good murder mystery. Spoilers. So if you haven't seen Knives Out and you care about spoilers, please come back to this point in the episode and we'll talk spoilers. But if you have seen the movie, please keep listening. So basically, halfway through the movie, you find out that Marta, which is Anna Diomas' character, actually was involved in the murder. I I had a feeling it wasn't actually her, but they actually show you that it was her. Like, you see it. Mm. So I'm like, okay, it's it was obviously her. And the rest of the movie is going to be about how she avoids getting arrested which it kind of is but then you find out towards the end that someone else was involved in the murder that being chris evans's character did you see that coming no yeah i didn't see it either i don't think anyone saw that coming (laughs) (laughs) there was there's a point in the movie where i pretty much thought none of the other family members could have been involved yeah like after they show that it was marta yeah after that halfway point you kind of expect it's all done so you don't you're not looking to find you're not looking to see who did it because you already know who's done it. Yeah. So you're not looking for it. But then, like, he puts a twist over the top of it to kind of subvert. Subvert expectations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you find out at the end that she actually did administer the right. Even though she thought she didn't. Yeah, like the right. Drugs. Yeah, the right drugs. Because <laughs> she injects something she's meant to, like a full bottle of that, and then only a little bit of morphine. But she thinks that she's done it the other way around. But she didn't, even though the labels were switched as well. So I thought that was like a layer of twist that was like almost not even required. I'm like, why is there like an extra layer of twist that... So she actually did it correctly. And that's probably why it was fine. Like it wasn't going crazy after all that morphine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there needed to be that twist. I guess so, yeah. 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 I think it's a necessary twist. Yeah. I didn't find that stupid. There was another twist at the end where Chris Evans goes to like stab her and the knife is like a toy knife or something yeah i thought that was a bit unnecessary (laughs) yeah Yeah. i thought that probably wasn't necessary yeah (laughs) and there were some funny parts also this whole movie is it's obviously a murder mystery on the surface but i think it's obviously it's ryan johnson does this sort of thing i think it's like it's obviously a a political commentary oh yeah it's got some (laughs) yeah it's it's like it's definitely like the whole i think the whole thing's a political commentary because uh, the people... There's some really on-the-nose political commentary, <laughs> though. Yeah. Where they're well, just having a conversation about it. Yeah, yeah. Obvious, that's obvious. But then yeah. the whole movie itself, because this family is obviously... They feel like they're entitled to... What happens at the end is the will... This author, who's a very wealthy author, who's made a lot of money from selling his books, in his will, he basically doesn't give any of his fortunes to his family. He gives it all to this his nurse, pretty much. So, who's Marta, who's not even part of the family. And then, obviously, the family is not happy about that. So, on the surface, they were like, they always said Marta was part of their family. But then, when it came to money, they're like, nah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they were like, turn on her. I'm pretty sure this was very, very intentional, that it was just a political commentary on America and white Americans, I guess, that think they're entitled to everything the country has to offer. I think it's just, the, the whole thing yeah. is just a commentary on that. Ryan Johnson loves that shit. He does, yeah. Yeah. And I think in this it was fine. That's why he put that <laughs> casino shit in his novel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Rose. Yeah. She's back in the next one, right? Yeah, she probably will be. But yeah, I thought it was really good. I quite enjoyed it. 
I thought it was okay. I thought it's as good as uh, Last Jedi. Get ready for people to come after you on that one, but yeah, <laughs> it's um, it's not, it's not, it's better than Looper. I don't like Looper. I haven't seen it in a long time, but when yeah. I first watched it, I'm like, this is shit. How does Joseph Gordon-Levitt turn into Bruce Willis? <laughs> that's <laughs> your, that's your reason for why you don't like that movie. No, every there's more time. than that. But <laughs> also, how does he turn into Bruce Willis? They look nothing alike. <laughs> but yeah, anything else on this movie? Not really, no. Yeah. It was good. It, it was, was good. worth a watch. Yeah, worth a watch. If you I like think- this kind of movie, then you'll like it. Yeah. And if you don't like this kind of movie, you'll probably like it. You'll probably enjoy it, yeah. yeah. It's better than Murder on the Orient Express, where they all just stab him. <laughs> that one should be called Knives Out, because they yeah, actually- that, <laughs> that everyone gets a knife in that one. <laughs> yeah. They all just stab Johnny Depp. You know they're yeah. making a sequel to that one? What, where they go back to his corpse and stab him again? <laughs> No, it's, like, it's with the This corpse has twenty four stab wounds in it. <laughs> Who did this? It's with the, the detective from that. Paro. Yeah. He's something on the Nile. It's not murder, it's something else on the Nile. It's coming out next Heist week. on the Nile. No, it's I, not. I, I, I know what it is. It's based on a book. Yeah, yeah, it's another Agatha Agatha Christie novel. Yeah. Yeah, that's coming out next Hopefully year. Hopefully it's not just a whole bunch of people stabbing someone. <laughs> Hopefully not. That twist was something I didn't see coming. <laughs> yeah, it was, but that twist wasn't good. <laughs> I think that's it. So um, we'll jump back to the whole night and then we'll wrap it all up. you got to get this guy's name or else I won't accept it. So I came to Arendelle to witness Elsa's coronation as the representative of a nearby kingdom that was Arendelle's closest trading partner. However, I came with an ulterior motive of uncovering Arendelle's secrets and exploiting its riches. Initially eager to discover what Arendelle had to offer, I grew fearful for my welfare after Elsa revealed her powers and plunged the kingdom into winter. Who am I? Lieutenant? No. No? No. It's a... You thought his name was... Ryder? You thought his name was Lieutenant? Is it Ryder? No. Lieutenant Dest is f- the first part of his name, Dest. No. No. Who the, f- who the hell is this guy then? <laughs> North Udra. North North Udra. No. No, I don't know who it is. It's not on Google when you type in Frozen. <laughs> How is he not one of the main characters? <laughs> I don't think he, he's who you think it is. He's the evil guy in Frozen, the guy that tries to get with Anna and then... No, it's not. Who is it then? What's that guy's name? That guy's name is... I don't uh, know. Is that Lieutenant? His name is not Lieutenant. Like, no, he's... I don't know what... It doesn't say his full name on this. It just says Lieutenant. Because it's, it's the name's too long. I thought he had a pretty short name. Some, is it Henry or something? It doesn't say. Yeah. Anyway, we'll find out that guy's name after King this. Agner. No. It's Duke of Weaselton. See, that guy's not even on the main <laughs> character list on Frozen, so... Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the guy that they keep calling it Weaselton, but it's he says it's Whistleton or something, or Weselton or something. The guy with the wig? Look, I haven't seen Frozen in like six years since it came out. <laughs> well, when did it come out? 2013? Yeah, so I haven't yeah. seen it since then. So. Yeah, it's the guy with the wig, the old okay. guy. I'll the take guy your that, word for it. The guy, that guy, uh, the guy that the prince comes with, I'm pretty sure. What's the prince's name? I don't what? know. Lieutenant? <laughs> no, I'm going to find the prince's name. The guy who betrays them, right? Frozen Prince name. Hans. Hans. Oh, Hans, yeah. yeah Hans yeah, of the yeah, Southern Isles. Yeah. The one with like 10 brothers or something. Mm. What a who am I that was. It's a terrible one. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So, if people want to get in touch with us, how do they go about it? Uh, so, we've got our email at cognitiverecalibrationpodcast at gmail.com, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook um, at Cognitive Recalibration. Twitter's at C Recalibration, I think. Yeah. Yep. And we're on all podcasting platforms. So, if you have the time, please do give us a review on iTunes because that makes us more discoverable on search engines. The other thing is, if you have any friends that like this sort of content, please do let them know about the podcast. Okay, so that brings us to the end. Next episode, we got a advanced screening for a movie, yeah, um, which we're going to be watching this week. So we'll probably talk about that next week. We'll also have a Christmas special episode where we talk about a Christmas movie each. I've already selected my movie, and I have not. You have not, but you will. And then obviously we've got all the Star Wars stuff coming up. So we've got a Mandalorian's going to wrap up soon. So we're going to have a review for that. We're going to have Rise of Skywalker and. Maybe we'll do some other Star Wars stuff as well. Any other movies coming out this year that we're going to watch? Jumanji. Yes. And Cats. And Cats, yes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one. But yeah, that's. I think that's it. I think that's it as well. So till the next episode, thanks for listening and see you next time. Are you going to say bye? Oh, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.